It's time for the Fantasy Points Podcast, brought to you by FantasyPoints.com. Top-level fantasy football and NFL betting analysis from every perspective and angle, from numbers to the film room, with a single goal to help you score more fantasy points. My name's Joe Dolan, his name's Tom Brawley. This is the Week 4 Waiver Wire, FantasyPoints.com and the Fantasy Points Podcast. Could be kind of a juicy one this week, T-Bro. There were some injuries in week number uh, week number three here. There was a serious injury in the Monday night football game we will be getting to. Um, but this is probably going to be a pretty heavy fab week. But there's also some uncertainty. Because there's going to be a couple of running backs at the top of the waiver wire. Well, if Alexander Madison is out there, but he, he most likely isn't in your league. But there's going to be a couple of running backs at the top of the waiver wire who are maybe going to suck up some of the fab budget, but those guys might also be rostered in a number of leagues. And on top of that, the situations are really kind of fluid here. We don't know how much time David Montgomery is going to miss. We don't know how much time, if any, Dalvin Cook is going to miss. So there are some there are some names out there that are obviously uh, guys who should be targeted, but A, they might not be available in a more competitive or a deeper league. B, this isn't like your your run of the mill. Oh, this guy's out for six weeks injury. We have so much cloudiness with these situations, so we'll try to navigate it as much as possible. Uh, if you want to get the full waiver wire article, go to fantasypoints.com uh, and look at uh, the. I mean, use the code Brawley twenty two to subscribe. The waiver wire is our most read article for obvious reasons. It is a living, breathing document. Tom, um, a very important waiver week, but again, like I said, this isn't the standard. Uh, hey, this guy's going to be out for six weeks, go pick up his backup. And even the guys who are injured at the running back position, their backups probably aren't available in your league. Yeah, it, it, we got just you know, Khalil Herbert, uh, Jamal Williams, and uh, yeah. uh, Alexander Madison. They're all like in that 45 to 60% own on Yahoo. Like, but you, you never know. Um, I, I do a... I do like a late weekend run whenever like uh, some of my players get rolled out. I put them in an IR spot and I picked up Khalil Herbert before, you know, the start of week three games on Sunday. So you, you never know. Somebody may have made a transaction at, at some point in the last couple of weeks and drop one of those guys. So you'll never know what you find, but uh, let's hit those big injuries. Uh, Dalvin cook uh, dislocated yeah. his shoulder again. Uh, looks, yeah, he played, he did this last year. Uh, and he's done this this at uh, different points in his career where, you know, he'll play with a, a brace on his shoulder to try to, you know, try to help to keep the shoulder in place. So he's going to try to play through the injury. Uh, David Montgomery still still don't have a timeline on him. It's might be an ankle, high ankle, might be a knee injury. So he's probably looking at at least a couple week absence, but hopefully we get more information. Maybe by the time you're listening to this podcast, we'll have a little bit more information. Uh, Sterling Shepard, unfortunately, at the end of that game, looked like he suffered yeah. a pretty severe uh, left knee injury, had to be carted off. Uh, so that's going to bring some some disappointing uh, Giants receivers back into the mix. Uh, Mac Jones suffered a, a high ankle injury that looked pretty severe. Uh, the, the grimaces he was making at the end of that game uh, were making the rounds. So he's going to be missing a few weeks. And uh, Michael Thomas, that, that's one we've got to keep an eye on this week, but he did pick up an ankle uh, foot injury to a, to the different foot that wasn't his ankle that uh, has given him 
a bunch of trouble, but it's on the opposite foot. Uh, you know, early indications are that he's going to try to play, but uh, something to monitor here. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, obviously, let's just call it like it is. In a super flex league where quarterbacks are at a premium, you, you pick up Ryan Hoyer. Like, that's what you do. Like, you, I, it sounds gross, but, you know, Mac Jones wasn't exactly playing great. Um, uh, the three bad interceptions against the Ravens, of course, he averaged 10 yards an attempt, but um, he threw three picks. So, Brian Hoyer, nice speculative ad there at the quarterback position. Not much else to say. I mean, yeah, Tom, Khalil Herbert, Alexander Madison, Jamal Williams, that is not and that's not fantasy advice. Like that's those are obvious guys to pick up. But the problem is, if you're listening to this, you you probably already checked your waiver wire. Those guys, if you're in a competitive league, most likely not available. I mean, like Tom, you you picked up Herbert in the one. I think it was our shallow bench auction yeah. league. He was dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, um, he was a guy who was rostered in every other Yahoo league I was in. You know, he's rostered in every competitive league I'm in. Is there anybody deeper on the waiver wire who might be worth like a, a look here? Uh, maybe maybe you're expecting not to have DeAndre Swift for the next three weeks. Um, anybody going going down the board who might be available who could be a fill in for you if you need? I mean, one, we can uh, hit on the- Craig Reynolds here. I mean, he's going to be the the second back through the rotation now in Detroit, and they've been heavily rotating their backs anyway. Uh, I would think that Jam- you know it was kind of like a sixty five thirty five split before Swift. Uh, you know really got banged up. Even last year was about a 65-35 split. So I would assume that, uh, you know, Jamal kind of goes into that 65% role and uh, maybe Craig Reynolds in deeper leagues, maybe he he gets a little bit of value here. Uh, It seems like Swift with the shoulder, probably, you know, Edwin was thinking it might be another AC sprain. Uh, He's been dealing with an ankle injury. They have a pretty early buy here, uh, the earliest that there can possibly be this year in week six. So, I mean, just logically, it makes sense. Sit them week four, sit them week five. You get the extra buy, you know, you get the extra week with the buy. So, I would, it seems like Swift is, would be back by week seven. So, maybe Craig Reynolds has a little bit of value here the next couple of weeks. Uh, we, we hit off Jarek McKinnon at all last week. I He's, he's just playing a lot of snaps. Um, just, yeah. he's playing ahead of... Not doing anything He's with not him. doing anything with him. But if something happens in that backfield... Maybe he gets elevated uh, to a little bit bigger role. So, uh, you know, in shallower, le- uh, in deeper legs where uh, you're looking and, you know, he's still only honed in 7% of legs. So, uh, and Gus Edwards is a, you know, we're getting to that time where he's going to be coming off the IR. Uh, Brian Robinson is another one. He's he's heavily owned, though. He's more like 50% of legs uh, he's owned in. But Gus Edwards, 12% owned in Yahoo. Uh, you know, there hasn't been a whole lot of reporting on him, but... He did post a, a couple of weeks ago that you know he's he's close to a return. He's feeling feeling good, so you know we could see him potentially back by week five. Uh, it might take a couple of weeks for him to round into form. We just saw J.K. Dobbins kind of get eased into action last week. Uh, Gus Edwards is coming off an ACL injury as well, but uh, I mean they're they're groping for anything in that backfield right now. Justice Hill is playing a lot of snaps. Uh, so maybe Gus Edwards can get back into the mix and, uh, you know, it's a nice little stash at this point on your roster. Um, what well, a guy to, to, to potentially add here, Jalen Warren, his snaps are up. You know, you never know with Najee Harris, that offensive line isn't great. They might be looking for somebody with more juice. Um, just keep an eye on this. If you need a guy for one week, 
Samaj P. Ryan. Um, Joe Mixon picked up a little bit of an injury um, at the end of the, the Bengals game or during the Bengals game against the Jets. Um, Zach Taylor said he could have gone back in the game, uh, but they didn't put him in back in the game because the, the game was out of reach. But they have a short turnaround to Thursday night. Tom and coaches lie all the freaking time. So there is a chance that Samaj P. Ryan is a usable back here on Thursday night. Yeah, there, there certainly is. Uh, you know, if you have Mixon, might be just wise to grab him and uh, to stash him anyway here. Uh, and if he does play, you know, he, there's always a potential that he aggravates the injury with the quick turnaround uh, on Thursday night. Maybe he's not completely healthy and it, it turns into something a little bit more. So uh, P. Ryan, yeah, it's not, not sexy with him, but uh, they, they don't really trust Chris Evans and, um, so he, he could, I mean, he could step right into basically Joe Mixon's role and, uh, he, he performed pretty well kind of in that spot. I, I think there was a game or two last year where he kind of got elevated to the, the, the top spot with Mixon out and, uh, he's performed well in previous uh, chances that he's had. So certainly if you have a Mixon, uh, might be just worth, you know, worth, uh, you know, putting a puck, buck or two down on Samaje P. Ryan and, uh, just uh, backing your asset up here for at least the next couple of weeks. Let's go to the wide receiver position, Tom, where there's going to be a couple of guys to talk about, but uh, Romeo Dobbs needs to be it needs to be added in every single league right now. Like this is, I don't know what else you could possibly want to see. He caught all eight of his targets and a touchdown in a game the Packers won. Aaron Rodgers talked him up this summer. Matt LaFleur was talking him up just this week, talking about how improved he is against press coverage. Th- this kid's going to be... At, if not a full-time player, pretty close to it, I think, the rest of the Yeah, uh, Sammy Watkins is the only one that could probably throw a wrench into it. He kind of plays the same position as him, but he just went on the IR last week. He's out for at least the next three weeks. Dobbs is, uh, you know, performed well last week, scores the touchdown, catches all eight of his targets. I mean, uh, a pretty flawless performance. Uh, plays 89% of the snaps. That was kind of the bigger thing for me because they've been – really rotating the receivers here for the, the first two games. And uh, they were a little banged up. Christian Watson also missed that game. But they 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 gave it to Dobbs. And he ran with it, performed well. Uh, it's exactly what you want to see if you drafted him. Uh, he's still out there in 75% of Yahoo leagues. Uh, so he's, he's widely available. And we're just hoping next three weeks that he can kind of take this job and run with it. He's off to a good start in week uh, in week three there against. It was a tough you know a tough matchup against the Buccaneers, uh, one yeah, yep. a top five defense. So uh, all, all all arrows are pointing up. He he's like the priority ad for me this week. Obviously, if uh, Khalil Herbert or uh, one of those top three backs that we talked about aren't available, Dobbs is the uh, the top one to go after now. Uh, um, any, uh, Josh Palmer, I think is really interesting, Tom, unfortunately for the chargers, I mean, injuries are horrible for them right now. Uh, just horrible. Um, uh, on offense, Sean Slater's out for the year. Joey Bosa on defense is going to miss a lot of time. JC Jackson, their top free agent signing this offseason, is still out with an ankle injury. Justin Herbert obviously is injured. Um, hopefully he doesn't re-aggravate those, um, those ribs, but, that which gets a lot harder without Rashawn Slater, by the way. But with the defensive injuries for the Chargers, they might give up a lot more points than we were thinking. We just saw the the Jaguars drop thirty eight on them. They're going to need to throw the ball. Keenan Allen's been dinged up. Joshua Palmer has gotten it done two weeks in a row here for for the Chargers, and he is still available in close to seventy five percent of the. It's offense. unreal. I mean, this guy has been a wide receiver three here for the last two weeks. 
I, I don't understand why he hasn't been picked up more and plugged, just basically plugged and played. Um, he, he scored a touchdown week two, uh, had a, a very nice performance with 99 receiving yards last week. And then Jalen Guyton also got hurt, tore his ACL. He was kind of, you know, he was like the number four receiver behind Palmer. So it thins out the depth chart a little bit more, uh, you know, you know, potentially gives Palmer a few more routes, even when Keen Allen does come back. So yeah, Palmer is a guy that he should at least be stashed on your bench. And he's an automatic play for me as a wide receiver three, if Mike Williams or uh, Keenan Allen is out of the lineup and, uh, Allen should be back this week, but you know Palmer's still a guy I would look to own right now at this point. Um, uh, anything else here, Tom? Russell Gage, I think uh, that was the kind of game where I think Tom Brady was go- Tom Brady and he established some trust yeah. level. I'm not look, look. He's not Mike Evans. He's not Chris Godwin, but he's somebody who can move the chains for them. And when Evans and Godwin are back, I- I- I'm not even considering Julio part of the. But like, I mean, if they get three good games out of Julio the rest of the way, that's a win for the Buccaneers. Um, but Evans is going to be back this week. I, Russell Gage, solid slot option for the Buccaneers. That was the kind of game, Not, I, I didn't predict he would catch 12 passes in a game, but that's the kind of game I think they signed Russell Gage to have. And I think that's one of the reasons that people were excited about him uh, early in the offseason before the excitement waned a little bit with, with Gage. And he's available in about 60% of the offense. Yeah, let's in a couple more more slot guys here. Greg Dortch and Rondell Moore. I mean, the, the Dortch torch has been lighting it up here. Uh, nine catches last week. Uh, they're playing backyard football right now in, in Arizona. There's no rhyme or reason to the offense. And uh, the slot receivers have been getting a lot of targets. Rondell Moore down to under 20% owned. He was a guy that was going... Uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, as a top 150 pick before he picked up a hamstring injury, you, you have to think that maybe he's getting close. Uh, could potentially take back over that slot role, but if if he's not ready, Dorch is a, a you know a guy that can keep filling in for you. And we got to look at this Giants situation. Uh, you know, Sterling Shepard's been the number one receiver for through the first three weeks, and now he's probably looking. Uh, we, you know, we don't have anything uh, definitive. He he's. But it looked, almost certainly out for the season. Yeah, it did not look good. It, it uh, so we've been pumping up Wandale Robinson. He's been battling this knee injury. He's widely available here. This, you know, this this is just another opportunity for him to get back onto the field and uh, have a pr- pretty big role when he's healthy. And uh, for as much as he's a pain in the ass, Kadarius Tony is now back in the mix as well. Uh, maybe. It, maybe you can maybe you just add him and stash him on your bench and maybe he can get his head straight and actually want to play football but uh he's certainly supremely talented and now you know a top pass catcher for them is out of the mix here uh for as much as the top pass catcher for them is out of yes the mix. yes and, and at yeah. some point dable wants to win he you know it, it, he he doesn't care about his guys and if tony gives him a chance to win he'll, he'll be out in the field uh, so he he just has to get his head on straight. But he's, you know, worth a guy maybe to, to stash at the end of the bench. Uh, you, you know, the Giants, you know, Kenny Galladay came into the game and dropped a, a pivotal, like, second or third down pass. Uh, you know, he's completely out of the mix. So uh, he's a guy to – Tony and Wandale Robinson, they, they could be getting more opportunities in the near future. Um, uh, One more I really want to get to. I want to get to this Cowboys yeah, situation. Yeah, that's, that's because... the other one I wanted to look at here too. For for sure, I mean, look. Uh, by the way, Cooper Rush looks pretty good. Yeah. Like that, 
that guy's a legit backup quarterback. And, and, and he's, uh, after that awful week one performance against the Buccaneers um, off defense, you know, CD lamb, although he had the, just an awful drop. I mean, that, yep. that was about as bad a drop as you'll see. And then he makes the spectacular Sports- catch at the end of the game to win it, though. So, yeah, uh, balanced so, out, I guess. Yeah, he's, um, his, his, like, after the week one panics, he's been kind of rescued here. Dak Prescott should be back soon. Now, here is the question I have. This guy, Noah Brown's pretty legit. Like, he's, I, I'm not trying to tell you that he's Antonio Brown, but, like, that that's a guy who can catch and passes. The question becomes... Does he have the same rapport with Dak Prescott that he has with Cooper Rush? Because obviously he and Rush have spent a lot of time on scout team together and all that's the, the, the whole scout team narrative. But Michael Gallup is close to returning as well, Tom. Um, he is available in 75% of Yahoo leagues. Noah Brown's virtually available in every Yahoo league. Uh, these are two guys who are probably worthwhile bench stashes. Uh, Gallup in shallower leagues, Brown in deeper leagues. But, I mean, there is a chance Noah Brown here is essentially their their full-time slot receiver here it, it, it's J- Jalen Tolbert was active last night for the first time but there's no reason for him to be playing over Noah Brown right yeah I, I kind of view this situation a little bit like the Greg Dortch and uh, Rondell uh, Moore situation in Arizona like if if Gallup continues to miss here uh, Brown has to be in lineups and especially since we're going to probably get Cooper Rush for at least one more game here um, uh, Dak Prescott uh, yesterday said that yeah, he's kind of targeting week five uh, against the Rams, but uh, Gallup is certainly a guy you'll want to stash here. He's probably going to be a little slow off the mark. Uh, even whenever he is active, I could see him you know, being on a snap count for the first week or two, coming back from an ACL injury, but uh, he's certainly got a stash. They, they're pretty thin at receiver. Uh, Dalton Schultz uh, is out of the lineup right now. We'll see if he's able to return in the near future. But Brown is a guy you can play right now, just plug and play. And Gallup is a guy to to certainly stash right now and look to the future. And hopefully you're getting some big games from him by, uh, by the middle of the season. Um, at tight end, Tom, we, we talked about Tyler yeah, Conklin last week. Here. This guy's the number three tight end in fantasy right now. I mean, what else can you, what, what else can you say? The, the, the problem is... Zach Wilson could be back. Yeah, that's. Week. I was going to say we kind of glossed over quarterback. Yeah, what, well, let's do well, that. Wilson too. Yeah, might be a guy to pick up this week. Um, you know, they've been kind of targeting Week Four from the jump uh, for, for the last couple of weeks, and you know Joe Flacco, he's kind of run its course. Two interceptions and two lost fumbles last week really cost them any chance of winning the game. And uh, Zach Moss, I mean, there he's got some nice weapons. Uh, Garrett Wilson looks like he could be a bona fide star. Uh, Elijah Moore has been off, you know, slow off the, out of the gates here through three weeks, but you know, he's supremely talented as well. Uh, Corey Davis, you know, he's a fine number two, number three wide receiver in the NFL. So, uh, and just the way, I mean, we've seen what Joe Flacco has done the first couple of weeks leading the league in pass attempts. Uh, don't know if that's going to sustain itself with Zach Wilson at quarterback, but at, at the very least, the way the Jets games have been playing out, there's, there's been a lot of opportunities for, uh, passing attempts in the second half of games. So Zach Wilson should be picked up. He's widely available, especially in like two QB legs. Like uh, there, there's no reason he shouldn't be owned at this point. Yeah, the, but I was going to get back to Conklin with that because like Joe Flacco's thrown the ball over 150 yeah. times so far this year. Um, 
Now, part of that is the game scripts that the Jets have been playing with, but you would want to think, Tom, they don't want Zach Wilson dropping back nearly that many times, which could hurt Conklin, could hurt Garrett Wilson, could hurt Elijah Moore. It's really a situation that we need to see play out before we can really feel our way through it. Um, But, like, uh, heck, if you've got Patrick Mahomes, all right, and he's averaging 50 pass attempts per game, the smart move is to take the under on that going forward. I really don't think... um, that's going to be the case here with, with Zach Wilson. And and part of the reason Tyler Conklin has been so useful is, A, number one, is playing time, but also the fact that he is gobbling up so many targets because of how many passes. Yeah, and we'll see if it's sustainable moving forward. But, he, you know, at, at the very least, he's shown he's a full-time player with uh, playing ahead of C.J. Uzoma. Uh, he, uh, Uzoma was back in the lineup this week, and he was still at like 80% of the snaps, so... He's kind of established himself as the guy. Adam Kaplan really turned us on to that in, in August. He said that he was a, a, a favorite of both Flacco and Wilson in practices. So uh, still widely available at Thanks, 21%. And uh, yeah, just one other guy, you know, David Njoku. He's uh, owned in 52% of leagues. He's another one. But he may have been dropped. Uh, he was dropped in quite a few of my leagues. I dropped him, and John Hanson used him against us in a, our dynasty league Uh I still whipped his ass uh, in the in the ah! league, but uh, and Joku was a guy that was a popular drop after the first two weeks, so he might be out there. Uh, he's been, you know, basically a full time player, running a lot of routes, and it was just a lot of Harrison Bryant for whatever reason through the first two weeks, getting the targets at the tight end position. But uh, maybe week three is the start of uh, something positive here for Njoku, and maybe he can sneak into that low end tight end tight end one range here the the rest of the way. Uh, one more tight end I want to bring up, Tom, before we wrap up the podcast. His usage, his production has gone up every week. He's coming off an ACL injury last year. He's in a t- he's playing with an elite quarterback on a team that has a very unsettled receiving core. He's available in seventy percent of Yahoo leagues. His name is Big Bob Tunney. <laughs> yes, it's the he's uh, certainly a guy that's coming on here a little bit. My my only concern is that he's going to be about 60 percent of the snaps all season. He's kind of, they're passing, you know, whenever they're in passing situation, he, he's on the field. Mercedes Lewis uh, plays ahead of him in, you know, obvious running situations and on early downs. So uh, Tanyan has a bit of a cap, but at the very least, he's, you know, he's been a, a fantasy relevant uh, player before the ACL injury, uh, had a great 2020, uh, scoring a lot of touchdowns, was a very efficient player, but uh, he's done it and he's he's coming on here he's the the results have been better the first three weeks so uh, maybe something bigger is uh on the on the way for him so certainly a good speculative ad especially if you're struggling at the tight end position uh there, there's a lot of uh duds being posted at that position uh through the first three weeks so he's a guy that's uh certainly worth stashing on your bench uh, to see if better things are coming here with the high-end guys this week really unlikely to be available in a competitive league I think we've kind of talked you through the fact that this is really a week to kind of pound the bottom end of that waiver wire. There are some guys available in a whole lot of leagues. And we have, uh, Tom, we've got so many guys written up on the waiver wire article at fantasypoints.com who we did not touch on today. Um, Lower end running backs, lower end wide receivers, um, lower end tight ends, and then also some kickers and defenses if that's your thing as well. Um, check out the waiver wire article at fantasypoints.com. Use code Brawley22 for 10% off. Oh, and by the way, if you want to be like, well, you told me to pick up Noah Brown, but I don't know who to drop for Noah Brown, 
any package at fantasypoints.com gives you a access to our subscriber discord and it gives you a line to me and tom and graham and scott uh, scott usually in the dfs channel and uh, a lot of our community reps and we're building a community there as well and you can just kind of ask us directly and we'll try to help you through your situation yeah, so we, we have that's a, a huge part of the subscribers too you can get in good conversations with them as well i mean uh, you don't have to just talk to us there's a lot of smart people in there to to bounce stuff off of so it is a nice little community that we're building in there yeah so uh the, again i think we just crossed the 10 percent of our subscribers who are actually using the damn thing tom and like everybody's like i don't know how to do it i don't know how to do it well ben kukanis has a video for you like, to show you how to get the most out of our subscriber discord um you'll be really glad you did tom it's been great talking to you here on a, on a tuesday we're going to have to run some waivers. We had a good week in our uh, Ooh, NFFC with Graham we Barfield. We, we, we split some uh, we split some primetime teams. We had a really good week there. Um, we'll be hitting the waiver wire in those leagues uh, tonight. Um, uh, I'll, be, uh, I'll be on the projection show tonight, by the way, with Graham Barfield, uh, talking John, through John Hansen with uh, uh, talking about all the usage of the players and really getting the projections in a good spot. So, T-Bro, it's been good talking to you. It's been good talking to the listeners. Uh, follow him on Twitter at Tom Brawley. I am at FG underscore Dolan. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the week four edition of the Waiver Wire podcast here at FantasyPoints.com. I will be with you guys tonight on the projection show. And uh, hope, hopefully uh, we'll see you a little bit later on Discord as well. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the Fantasy Points podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite platform. And come join the roster at FantasyPoints.com.